We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is an all-new episode of Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your calls at 619-WHO-THEM uh, and answer your questions, comments, concerns, new sign-offs. We address your new sign-offs, complaints, um, and just, you know, fan calls from creators and stars and of just, hit HBO yeah, series. Yeah, just like celebrities just calling in and being like, hey. Yeah. Our celebrity listeners just call in and they say hello. A, a girl called who, like, I told, I love this. It's just like, whoa, like, the Lena Dunham call threw her for a loop, but not because whether she, not because she liked or disliked Lena Dunham, but just the idea that, like, a them listened. And then she was like, if a them is listening, like, what does that make me listening? Like, a who, but like more of a who than I was before. She was like having oh. this like existential, like, crisis about. We love an existential <laughs> crisis. And I was like, oh, no. No, I love it. I love it. We have so many calls this week, though, so I really think we should just get started instead of banter. No banter. No banter. No banter. No banter. No banter. Oh, what could we even banter about? If you want banter, we're not going to do it here today. You can go to the Patreon because we literally just reduced the price so that for only $5 a month, which is like negligible over the year, it's like a latte a month. <laughs> In New York City. I really hate when people I know, equate me too. Coffee, me too, money me to too, coffee prices. <laughs> it's a latte. You can get access to not just the newsletter once a week, which is, by the way, a really fucking good newsletter, but also all of the bonus episodes we put out two a month. And we just hit a thousand Patreons. So we're doing a bonus DVD commentary send up where we're going to have you guys vote on the movie and we're going to do a fucking commentary. It's going to be sick. So go to the Patreon. Even if you're listening to this like weeks from now, you can go sign up and hear all this stuff. Every episode begins with a ton of banter, a ton of banter. Just like you un unasked for banter beyond. Yeah. But we love to banter. 
Uh, and, but that's too much bantering right now. We've done too much bantering for the main episode. So let's start with comments. Hi, I had to pause the podcast to call and say that clear blue, um, easy to read screens. If they say pregnant, it stays on for six months. So you can use it as a prop all the way through. If you get a not pregnant, it disappears within like an hour. Honestly, good to know, because if you ever need to like do a prank like a really bad prank on your, you know, just partner, save just save that pregnancy test. Hey, give that pregnancy test to a friend. They could use it for a prank. I feel like you're just as inclined to want to show it off six months later if it's not pregnant as you are if you are pregnant. And I know that we got a lot of calls. We did get a lot of calls from people talking about like how Clear Blue doesn't like aligning themselves with people who don't want to be pregnant. They all, That's like one of their tenets of their brand, which is that. But also a pregnancy test is great when you don't want to be pregnant too. If yeah, anything, it's it. Put more it valuable box. because if you're pregnant, you'll eventually figure it out. <laughs> Knowing you're not pregnant early is very important. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. I know, I know what you mean. I also, just saw I what the funny. constitution means to me last night and I'm thinking things. <laughs> oh, you're thinking. I'm just saying. Are you more woke? Are you smarter now? Oh, did, what big the constitution time. mean to me? Did it make you smarter? Hugely smarter. Hugely. Big smart over here. Big smarty. A, Queen a, smarty. A big old, big old smarty over big there. Big old smarty over here. Look at you, big old smarty. It'd be funny if you sent in um, your clear blue pregnancy test that said not pregnant to, oh no, even if it said pregnant to Framebridge or something, not that Framebridge is a sponsor, but like getting it framed right and you put it in a shadow box, you have it up on your wall and then six months later it just, it just goes away. It just goes away. It just goes away. I just, you um, know, can can somebody send me uh, their pregnant clear blue so I can get the spawn because then I can use it, you know? Hold it up. Because they don't want my not oh, pregnant you're gonna get Stick. so many clear blues in don't the mail. Don't send me. Don't send me. You don't know my address. Don't send it to me. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Jesse. First time, long time. I'm pausing the this week's episode about Sarah Jessica Parker. I happened to listen to that Terry Gross interview with her, and you've probably seen this too. But it seems like she was misquoted in a lot of the headlines. She never actually says. Well, she doesn't say that the co-star she's referring to was in Sex in the City, but she does seem to be referring to the period in time in which she had a lot of in, uh, power in the industry, which made me think it was a movie filmed during her Sex in the City time. Um, but that she's not even explicit about that. So it could be any movie, any time, though it seems likely more recent. So I'm hoping that you all can please speculate again about who you think it could be. Um, love you both so much. Clay Aiken and Grease. Uh, and then there's one more call. Hi, guys. Um, I just had a pause episode. You're talking about the Sex and the City movie star that SJP would have reported. Um, I don't think that it's Matthew McConaughey only because they also were in um, Failure to Launch. Like, who, else, who knows when that movie came out? But I feel like if he, if she'd reported him, she probably wouldn't have worked with him again later on um, in movies. So I don't think it's Matthew McConaughey. Um, I feel like maybe I shouldn't take guesses, but I feel like it's probably Will Arnett. I just, there's just a there's just a vibe I feel. Anyway, um, you guys rock. Nina and Greece, uh, crunch crunch. 
Bye. So Us Weekly reported that it was an actor, a movie star in Sex and City. But then other places reported that it was just somebody in her career. So you're right. Like, Well, this person actually listened to the interview and said that, no, it's just someone. But we were going off this Us Weekly headline, which was ended up being very wrong. And they misquoted her. Like, and then just misconstrued it completely. So now the thing is, like, it's even vaguer than, there's even more options than we could even imagine. Because it's, like, in anything she's ever done in her whole career, somebody who she wouldn't have worked with again, like Matthew McConaughey. Did she even uh, make make it explicit about the gender of the person? Fair. You know who it could be? Who? Helen Hunt. And girls just want to have fun. Helen Hunt. Could be a problem. Don't you drag Helen problem. into this. Helen's a professional. Um, but she did say movie star. And so because it, she said movie star, I think a lot of people were saying like, oh, Will Arnett. I think Will Arnett definitely gives off sleazy, skeezy, like not so friendly vibes. Mm-hmm. And I know your argument was that actors have no sense of themselves or each other. I... But I really think that it's hard for people. It, like Will Arnett literally hasn't been in movies. You know, I know, but I feel like she might say like, oh, uh, you know, a big star, a big star. Like, I just it it just doesn't seem like would she get specific on what type of person? Would she say big TV star or big? It just seems like you would just say like a big actor that you guys know, a big movie movie star. star. Yeah. So maybe she is being accurate. I mean, you'd have to like weed through her career at this point. It's like there's so many people that she's worked with and she really did not specify time. I mean, Diane Keaton. It's Diane Keaton. (laughs) Isn't Craig T. Nelson sort of an asshole? I'm thinking of Family Stone. I have no idea what he's like. I just like him because of parenthood. <laughs> I have no idea what he's like. A photo of Craig T. Nelson. I have no idea what he's like. You're like, that, isn't that he an asshole as if I know him? I don't know him. But yeah, I mean, this is like a tough one. I don't really want to speculate on anymore. Right? I don't no. know. Like, we don't Let's know. just go to the first question. Okay. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, I'm a longtime listener, first-time Patreon subscriber. Um, I'm calling about earthquakes and faults. Um, it's stopped shaking. I'm calling from Kern County, and it stopped shaking, but there's been a lot of earthquakes, and everyone's like, oh, is this the San Andreas Fault? And Dr. Lucy is on the TV. She's a them of earthquake scientists. Um, and if you live in L.A., you know who she is. But I just wanted to say that San Andreas Fault is a them fault, but no, it's not the San Andreas Fault. I actually had to, like, hang up when I first called and look up the actual fault because I couldn't remember what it is, but it's the Garlock Fault. And so it's a very hooey fault, but um, it's been putting on quite a show for us. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say that San Andreas is a them. I don't even think that there are any other faults that I can think of that are as demi as San Andreas but so yeah just wanted to call about that okay good form Bella Thorne crunch crunch me and Greece yada yada okay bye Lindsay can you name another big fault line I mean I'm, I'm not saying this to be like hey bitch can you fucking do it because I can't either I couldn't just like name another fault I only know San Andreas because of the movie I think that's the only fault line I actually this know one's the name called of Gorlick this is Gorlick. So a funny thing about Gorlick and the reason I wanted to play this call is, number one, we have a lot of listeners in California. So I feel like earthquakes are very top of mind. They're number top of mind two, for me, too. And I'm not in California, got to say. Yeah. Number two, I always think of San... When I think of a fault line, San Andreas, number one, them. I can't think of any other ones. I feel like it's the only them fault line, at least in America. There's definitely them-y fault lines outside America. The ring of fire, the, the, the ring of volcanic activity in the Pacific. 
cool. But I can't think of another of another uh, fault line, which leads me to suspect that every other fault line in America is a who. And this just proves it. We've like personified the big one to be the, the most important impending, you know, thing. And the big one, you know, is resting on when you mention the big one, you have to talk about San Andreas fault line, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the Cascadia, the Cascadia fault system, I guess. I mean, you listen but to I... the podcast, right? You love that podcast. Oh, I love that. Well, mm, I liked the podcast and then it got a little wackadoo. Like it got it didn't get very interesting. And everyone they talked to had just the same commentary which is that like oh yeah we haven't done anything to prepare but like what can we do we just don't think about it okay, yeah bye yeah um, <laughs> okay bye <laughs> the one of the ways i want to bring this back into who them dumb in the celebrity territory is <laughs> my favorite commentary about the recent earthquakes came from mira sorvino on twitter who's very prolific on twitter usually very woke talks about like you know social justice a lot of like um very important crucial social issues she's not like t- typically fun and funny on twitter she's serious she's very serious she's like a like a less irritating Alyssa Milano. But she tweeted on July 6th, is there any possible truth to this theory of a Russian seismic weapon being linked to our earthquakes here in California? Tweeps, please fill in as much info as possible. And she she quote tweets uh, this random guy, Patrick Fields, who's literally no one, and he posted a link to an, a story from a website beforeitsnews.com about Russia hinting earthquake weapon is active as 7.1 trembler strikes California. No, so she's like, is Mira, there, are there literally, no. is there a Russia conspiracy to make earthquakes in California is what Mira Sorvino is earnestly asking. And then the next tweet says, by the way, I know it sounds ridiculous. I just found it somewhat intriguing. And then <laughs> a few minutes later, I guess she realizes that like, uh, maybe it's not the best look. So she tweets, maybe it was all just Ramon. From Romy Michelle. So she turned it into a joke. Good one, Mira. Is that an earthquake? <laughs> no. It's Ramon. The other thing about Garlock that I keep forgetting. Oh, it's Garlock? Yeah, Garlock. What is Garlock? The other thing, I don't know. Okay. The other thing about Garlock that I wanted to bring up is that when you Google it, so many websites talk about like, we'd never heard of this. <laughs> no one knew what this was. Even people in California are like, who is Garlock? We didn't know her. But she is like very active right now wait let me share something with you there's a fault in chile called Mm -hmm. the san ramon fault and it's a thrust fault that's the joke mira add to your thread (laughs) i'm just saying like that's the joke i mean do a little research just kidding i i I basically went on wikipedia and searched faults okay we need to move on hey Lindsay and bobby Watching Love Island US. So excited. Who the hell's the host? Ariel Vandenberg. Yeah, I really I need to know. I have no idea. I'm dying. All right. Thanks. Yummy Pop Scarjo. Me and Grace. I Who the hell's the This host? headline this headline you put in is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Spot the difference. Love Island USA host Ariel Vandenberg looks identical to Caroline Fleck, and her love life is even more tragic. So funny and so rude. Caroline Flack is the host of Love Island UK, the OG Love Island uh, that is currently on air every single night in the UK and is a phenomenon as told by Lena Dunham to this Mm -hmm. podcast exclusively. Mm -hmm. And then Love Island US just launched and it's the same production company because it's like pretty much identical. Mm -hmm. And... Ariel Vanderberg is the is the equivalent to Caroline Flack. And Caroline Flack is like a semi personality. We talked about her. She like Yeah, we talked about her. She's there got were a whole, some good whatever. videos of her, yeah. There's so much but 
Air Ariel Vanderberg is funny because she's Vanden. like the Americanized version, which means she was a Vine star, and then she like, <laughs> and then like a like a personality, but like not actually like a comedian. And yeah. she also dated. Well, they're saying her love life was more tragic. She literally dated Will Arnett, which is hilarious because we were just like, wow, tragic. Which is tragic. And she dated Will Arnett, <laughs> and then she dated the lead singer of the Arctic Monkeys, which actually isn't tragic. It's quite cool. <laughs> That's very cool. Alex Turner. Like in he the was Arctic like a Monkeys big is very deal. Cool. Yeah. And now what's really... F- oh, then she dated Adam Levine for a month. Tragic. <laughs> After dating tragic. Christopher Masterson. Her- that is tragic. <laughs> That's dark. And now it's funny. She's dating her fellow Vine star, this guy named Matt Cushel, who like they like did Vines together. Like and everybody's like, are they dating? Are they dating? Are they dating? And they were like, no. And now they're dating. So it's like kind of romantic. It's kind of romantic. But the thing about the hosts of the Love Island is that they never are there. Like, they're never there. That's the whole thing. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, She's. you had said, like, the host doesn't matter because before we were prepping the episode, I hadn't seen Love Island yet. And you were like, well, she's not really in it. And then I watched the first episode of Long Island and she's featured heavily. But then, but that's just because it's the introduction. Because the second episode, she's barely in it. Basically, because the way that they communicate with the Love Islanders is through text messages. So they really Mm -hmm. don't need a host to show up and be like, okay, time for like the recoupling or whatever. And they also have this like narration, this like voiceover that's like makes jokes. So they don't really need Mm -hmm. her to do that. So they have these like other tools that make the host very, the host rarely show up. Like they'll do total recouplings, which I'll explain in a second, without anyone there. Just text messages like from God texting them being like, now do this, now do this, now do this. What did you think of American Love Island? Because I've watched both episodes. I thought it was perfect. It's the same. First of all, I was very reluctant to watch it because I'm very busy watching Love Island UK. And like, how am I going to watch them both? Which the answer is like, I'm just going to, I guess. Mm hmm. But I also was worried that it wouldn't be – I didn't know it would be the same production company. I kind of didn't know the whole situation with it. And, like, it's incredible. It's the same exact look. It's the same exact feel. It's the same exact music. I love that they play – they play literally seven seconds of 1,000 songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it'll be like, yeah. waiting for my juice, waiting, yeah. waiting on the yeah. juice. And then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone gets they, a different song. So the part where they dance, they have a slow dance party, and they show them in oh, slow I'm, motion having fun. That yeah. happens on so Love that's Island thing on UK? constantly. Where they're like doing like, when like they flips and go play the game and they run worms? in slow motion and they make a joke about that. That's like a Love Island classic when they run the in slow motion. The dance is called the worm, right? Not the caterpillar. <laughs> the worm. When the they worm. play the games where they have to kiss each other, that is the most, <laughs> that's the classic Love Island trap. Does it get nastier? Because I kind of like that they're all, they're all nice right now, which is really funny because like everyone's being nice to each other and you get the sense that it's just going to explode. No, because when the girl was like, I believe in girl code, that becomes, Carol. that is Love Island's number one issue where the girls go, if you want to go for like the guy I'm dating, you should like come talk to me first. And it's like, why? Like, I'm never going to see you again. And we're like on want, this island to, to like do a thing. I just want you to tell me. I just want you to I'm tell just, me. Like, just bring I'm, it I'm up really to me like want to make friendships. Like I'm just really into these friends. Like, That is like the number one problem on Love Island is women wanting to talk to each other first. So like it happens in the first episode or the second episode of Love Island US. But in Love Island UK, there was this huge drama because the girls were mad that one of the girls wasn't hanging out with them. Like, why won't she hang out with us? Because she's like too focused on her boyfriend. It's like literally that's what she's here to do. Like that is the that is the point of the show. And they were mad at her for it. And then it all like blew up in her face. I forgot to vote yesterday. I I'm didn't really vote annoyed. either. I was so pissed. Ugh. Who who on the U.S. Love Island are you like into? Oh, well, I'm really into 
I, I have an answer for this. I'm re- my favorite is Weston, country Weston. You love, love him. him. From Dallas. You I love country Weston. Love Weston. There really, honestly, is <laughs> he's not cute, but he's I like his vibe, and they like him too. I mean, honestly, there's like second place is so far from Weston, but I will say I like Cashel's. I would like to see Weston in Cashel's Birkenstocks. Well, I love that the two guys. This is so Love Island. The two guys that no one stepped forward for. So in the beginning, they they bring out the women, and then each time each they bring out each man one at a time, and the women have to step forward if they're into mm-hmm. the man, and then the man no can choose Weston. anyone. No one liked Weston, and no one liked Cashel. So it's like the dudes who people are like not immediately horny for are the ones that end up being really cool because they have like good personalities which is always what happens on love island like it is the signature of this show so like did you they're all so like they are really corny but did you notice the part where um yamen is they're like making fun of someone and they're they're talking shit about someone and yamen keeps like repeating the same joke but it's like oh she's got the tea (laughs) she's got the tea and he starts going Eee, that's the sound of the tea boiling and then like he that's just funny. keeps repeating it like no one had heard it and he's like eee. he just keeps making this persistent tea boiling and i was like yeah man everyone gets this wait stop you know it who is really good uh who's really good the grocery store guy who's dumb as hell when they show this tattoo represents my sisters and my mom and then she goes that's cool well he goes well she goes what's your tattoo mean he goes well at first i got it because i thought it would look good like three lines i saw it on somebody's <laughs> arm and i got it and then but i, I guess it could but then i guess my... it could also represent my three sisters <laughs> And she's like, cool. Well, when they're um, they when they're like sitting, him and that girl, the girl that he chose, who's also boring as hell, are sitting like talking. Their conversation Ugh. is wild. It's like I love <laughs> theme parks. I also love theme parks. I love the rides. I also love the rides. I mean, they're twenty three. <laughs> no, but just like it's perfect. And they're like we're really connecting. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Caro, no, not Caro, when Kira got back from the date with Cashel, and they were like, how was the date? She was like, it was amazing. And I was like, wait, I just watched the date, and it was boring as hell. So Love Island is so good because they're so, like, it's so boring, but it's also so exciting because of how they manipulate them. Like, so we, I mentioned the game. So the, the games, they all are just like these funny games are like, get is to there a game every episode? Sorry. Not every episode, but it's like a get to know you game. But, but what makes it extra devious is so these people have just met each other and they're all trying to like get on each other essentially to like make their mark so that when there's a recoupling, which is essentially like the, the men or the women they switch off get to choose who they want to be coupled with and the people who aren't chosen are going to get kicked off the island. So you really want to like... Coupling is such a scientific You term. want everybody like... to want you. Okay. Essentially. It is a scientific. Okay. It's like um Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what's great about these games is part of the game is it's like kiss the boy who you think XYZ. So you could either play the game. Who cares about winning the game? Or you could just kiss whoever you want to like you be want. kissed by you so that to you be horny, yeah. can be like, oh, like, are you horny for me? We just kiss. So then you have just like constant just like kissing. So two girls who are fighting over the same guy just keep kissing him. It's a really good show. I The, the barrier to entry for Love Island UK is it's high. It's, it's high. It's high. It's high. And I don't really have the patience, but it was just straight up on CBS last night. So I plopped on the couch and I watched the whole goddamn thing. And I, well, I caught up. And they also, CBS is also smart. God, this sounds like an ad. But the, um, you know how a lot of like, uh, through I use the DirecTV now thing. Uh-huh. Like watching watching the the Tuesday night episode, the first episode was incredibly easy. Uh-huh. And the moment a show like this, especially a show like this, gets hard to watch, gets hard to catch oh, up you're on. Done. You're through. You're done. You're done. You're and done. I because was able this to is catch not really this is quickly. not um, Chernobyl. You're not like I gotta tune in next. You're like <laughs> no. if I don't watch one episode of Love Island, I'm done forever. Like I could easily forget these people. Although I gotta say, 
Samantha Morton and Stellan Skarsgård on Love on Celebrity Love Island, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Who are you gonna kiss, Stellan? <laughs> Stellan. Where did that come from? Just your brain? No, because you mentioned Chernobyl. Oh, you you want a Chernobyl Love Chernobyl. Island? No, I don't even know like those references. I was like, oh, cool. Stellan Skarsgård, put him on Love Island. So Love Island, you imagine Love Island U.S. but with amazing accents. So that's like why the U.K. is a little bit heightened versus the U.S. But mm-hmm. I will say they did an incredible job. It's a it's a perfect match. They did not. It's a carbon copy. They didn't spare any expenses. Like I respect them for that because why change something that so clearly works somewhere? You know. Yeah. Will America though become as obsessed with the UK? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if we have it in the, us. The, the ratings are low, and I'll, I'm seeing a lot of headlines like, "Oh, CBS like Love Island US ratings, you know, disappoint." But it's like this is going to be on every day for the next month. I feel yeah. like there's a chance for this to grow. It's every day, but it's, it's a short good. amount of time. So what's so nice is like it's over in a month, even though it's like <laughs> the longest. The last show. episode is August 7th. Right, which is nice because like you want that quick summer TV. Like You're done. You fit it in like holy moly, get it all in there, like squeeze it into summer. You are hitting me exactly when I have nothing to watch. I'm only mm. watching Love Islands. Like what else One- is there? One thing I did find I was like incredibly uh, charmed by was yeah. how often I would just because I was fully alone. Like I was just like on the couch alone in the dark watching and like fully sober. And the the number of times I just like laughed out loud at just like the absurdity of something. Yeah. I just kept laughing yeah. and I was really, really that sold the deal f- for me. The number of times I just laughed at some inanity. If you guys are into Love Island, we should do like a love a live Love Island. Oh, yeah. That'd like, be fun. Watch like it'd be fun. <clears throat> that would be really fun. If you're, uh, if, like the finale, August 7th. Am or I just here? like any episode. <laughs> Who needs Game of Thrones? Yeah. There's Love Island. Who needs it? Who fucking needs it? The top of this ad copy says Aura pronounced Aura. But what it should say is Aura pronounced like Rita because it is. It's Rita Aura. But this is just we're Aura. We're quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce Aura. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts because we've both been giving Aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this and let's just say they never flop as long as we've been doing the ads it's true though never because aura frames are beautiful wi-fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos it's super easy to upload and share photos with the aura app and if you're giving aura as a gift you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories i love that i haven't done that but i would do that next time that's a really good idea i haven't done that either i like i'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Who Weekly. So I went down a rabbit hole this morning And I found an article about Stranger Things Season 3, where there's this new character played by Maya Hawke, who's the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Didn't didn't know she existed. What's her story? Who is she? Has she ever been in anything before? Help me. Thank you. Good form, Bella Thorne. I watched all Stranger Things like two weeks ago, because I had to watch it for the other podcast. And the... um, Do you think she was a breakout? Well, I didn't read anything, and I was like, oh, I really like this new character. Had no, literally no idea who she was until the final. And I think it's the penultimate episode. She has, like, a big reveal that I will not spoil. 
Well, that's what drove me crazy because at the end I was like, she sounds like Uma Thurman. And I was like, she sounds, this is so wild. And then I looked her up and I saw it was Maya Hawk, and I was like, oh, she fucking sounds just like Uma Thurman because she's Uma Thurman's she's daughter. She's a perfect mix. She, she looks like Uma. She has Ethan's mannerisms. It's so, I mean, it's uncanny. You know that thing online where you like mix your photos and it like the computer gives yeah. you like a fucked up baby that looks like you? If they did that like with their faces, you would get Maya Hawk. Like it, it would helps be that exact. both of them are hot. No, I mean, it she's does help very that hot. When your parents are hot. So I have not watched Stranger Things, but months ago I told you about Maya Hawk. I was like, she's mm-hmm. going to be a thing because I saw her in the Masterpiece Theater <laughs> version, like oh, create, yeah. like a no Masterpiece Theater special of Little Women in which she played Joe, which she was very good in alongside um, the girl who's now the star in the society, who's like a huge up and comer. What's her face? Oh, um, we talked about Catherine her. Newton. Yeah, she's in yeah, that I like Little Catherine Women Newton. adaptation. So is um, Murder, She Wrote. What's her face? Angela Lansbury. She's in it. Oh, that's fun. And I think Florence... P- no, she's in the new one. She's in the new Little Woman, the next Little Woman. Florence but anyways, oh, Maya she's, Hawk, Yeah, she's in, the, she's in the Greta Gerwig joint. This was a very like um, faithful adaptation of Little Woman, and it was fantastic, really well done, really nice, and they're, and Maya Hawk is fantastic in it. Like, really Great. fucking good in it. So... But she's good in Stranger Things. She has a really big role. Like, she's a new character, but she has a really significant role. Yeah. She's like the... Um, you remember Steve... Of course. Cootie Steve, she's like, they work in the same ice cream place. And so they just like play off of each other. There's like tension, blah, 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 blah. Then there's like a fun little reveal at the end. Um, she's really, really good. And I I, I don't know. I, there's not much to say about her career because she doesn't have much of one. But I, um, this thing you put in from Ethan Hawke is it's such a peak dad it's thing so to do. Sweet. But it's it's the Hollywood version of something a typical parent would put online. And I mean, is- she happens to be good, but like this is so nepotism-y, it hurts. Like obviously, like if she wasn't a model, she like the fact that she can talk means she can be an actress, but if she couldn't, she'd be a model. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so nepotism-y. Here's what Ethan Hawke wrote on Instagram. Some of you may have missed her in last year's BBC production of Little Women. Some of you may have missed her work at Juilliard. Also, how are you just going to see? She was only there for one year. I know many missed out on numerous high school productions. Heck, I even missed a few and I'm her father. Some of you may know her music. Some may not. But ladies and gentlemen, get to know Maya Hawke. She's the real thing. It's sweet. It's sweet. And the other part of this that I thought was funny was um, having to do with Stranger Things. I should have said this a little bit earlier, but it says they're talking about her haircut a lot in the, for some reason in press, like that it's good. I don't know. It's like short. It's just a haircut. I kept mentioning, I kept bringing it up while Josh and I were watching. Why? I was like, her haircut, she looks, it's really cool. It's just in- incredibly contemporary. She's a character that looks like they dropped her out of 2019. So she doesn't the look show is, like, uh, the sh- that show the is show obsessed is so, with the 80s and 90s and she doesn't right, look like that Right, so the show is so all about nostalgia and here's Maya Hawk and it looks like they just dropped her in for 2019, which I, I don't know. Robin's haircut isn't pivotal to the plot, but it does offer some insight into the character. Hair department head Sarah Hinsgall, who's worked on Stranger Things since its first season, tells Refinery29 that when she initially designed Robin's look, the main goal was clear, to make her look as different from Nancy Wheeler as possible. So like, it's just funny to me that they like brought on a new girl and they were like, how do we just distinguish her from the other girl? Like we cannot have these two girls. Meanwhile, there are 40,000 young boys on Stranger Things that I could not tell apart for the life of me. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. But the girl comes on, they're like, we got to make sure she has a different haircut or else people are going to think that she's Nancy. Nancy's the, uh, the Nancy's other Nancy's a, what's her name? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nat- Natalia Dyer. It's Look a cute her. haircut. What's, it's just it's cute. It's a cute haircut, but that's like not. 
the show is so 80s and that haircut just doesn't feel 80s. God, she looks just um, like she, Uma Thurman. It's she fucked looks up. just like her and she yeah. sounds just like her. Yeah. It's fucking, cr- I mean, it's yeah. jarring. So the only thing, and this is, I don't want to be like, oh, Maya Hawk, the only thing is who she's dating, but there really isn't like much about her online she's that's like she's fresh. anything. Like she's fresh, she's, she's young, she's the daughter of famous people. So she's like very much like private or, ter- or there's not a lot mm-hmm. about her online or whatever mm-hmm. um but the one thing that i did find that caused me to literally yelp out loud when i found it at like three in the morning last night and like one in the morning was that she's dating gus wenner do you guys know uh, who gus wenner is do you know who the wenners are you do if you work in media he, if not you probably gus, don't gus wenner he owns rolling stone so <laughs> gus wenner is the son the 20 something son how old is he now he's probably a little bit older than 20 he he got uh, rolling stone when he was now. 20 a while ago. God, how old is he now? Jan Wenner is the guy who ran Rolling Stone through its, like, you know, peak. Mm-hmm. He got old. He gave Rolling Stone essentially to his sons. his And mostly his son, Gus, who was the only one interested in. He's 28. He's 28 or 29. Because he was 26 uh, in 2016 when he got Rolling Stone. That's insane. Because when he got Rolling Stone, of course, everybody was obsessed with it. Because it was just like, this is so nepotism It hurts. What? Another yeah. nepotism person... Why is he running Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone media is not doing well anyways. Don't give Rolling Stone to this, like, you know, teenager, essentially, mm-hmm. this this child. Um, and Gus sold Us Weekly because uh, they were owned by Wenner, Wenner. to media. American media. So I'm not thrilled with him because he basically sold away Us Weekly to repay his debts. He had a lot of debts when... He, yeah. his father accumulated on debts. Uh, so and that, let's be honest, this relationship is not going to last. There's no way in hell this relationship is going to last, but it's wild that it's existing at all. When Gus Wenner got Rolling Stone, they wrote about uh, him and one of the things, the details was, and then there his, there, and then there's his alt country band, Gus and Scout. Guess who Scout is, Bobby? Who's Scout? Scout Willis. Scout Willis. The other half of the duo being Scout Willis, the daughter of Demi and Bruce. So they literally had this like band to get. It's just such a funny small world of like famous people and their children just continuing, continuing, continuing. Hi, weekly, medium time, long time. I need you guys to break down the Omarion, Little Fizz, April Jones saga. Um, apparently, April Jones, who has two children by Omarion, is now dating Omarion's B2K band member, Little Fizz, and they are about to have a child together. So, yeah, needless to say, there's a lot of drama. Um, April Jones was posting an IG live story a couple days ago where she was talking about all the celebrities who, like, slide in her DM and, like, want her. And she was talking about um, Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin Durant, ASAP Rocky, all these random people. Apparently, they all want it. And I just need to know what's going on between Omarion, Little Fizz, how is this happening, what's happening. This is kind of crazy. Um, all right. Thank you. Uh, I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadows. Oh, oh. bye. This is funny. I'm so this thankful funny. you called about this. So let's start with the who's. Arm- Omarion and Little Fizz. Two members <laughs> of, of B2K, B2K famous for the song. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> But also many other songs. Who's the they're guest in big, that? It's Diddy. They're a big boy right? band. It's B2K Diddy. But they had a, yeah, they had no. a few other hits. Minor and they're hits. doing the uh, they're doing the big boy band thing now, which is like the reunion tour. They're but Omarion broke tour. out, did his own solo thing. He had a recent mm-hmm. hit 
well, recent. I mean, like the most recent hit was "Post to Be." Remember that song? It's pretty catchy. So, Chris Brown was on it, so we don't support it. But maybe I don't. Maybe I don't remember. It's only supposed to be. Yeah. So. Omarion and April Jones were together. They have two kids together. I don't yeah. know how long they were for, t- for together, and I do not know if they were married. But their oldest kid is nine. So they've been together, they were together a while ago. And Omarion and April Jones were on the first few seasons of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And now, the, and, and then they Hollywood. were not on it. Yes. Okay. But guess what? Guess who's coming back well, to Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? Wait, wait, save that. Let's build up to that. So April Jones and Omarion are together. They have two kids. They break up. Omari yeah, and Little Fizz are in a band together called B2K, right? They break up. Bump, bump, but bump. then they get back together. Like, because they're mm-hmm. it's reunion season, essentially, for people mm-hmm. who are over the age of 30. Time to reunite or whatever. And Lil Fizz is with this woman named um, Monique Slaughter. What's her name? <laughs> Monique. Monique Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Monique Slaughter. They're, they are broken up now for quite a few years, too. My question for you is, when did April Jones and Omarion break up? I don't really know. Um, in July of 2016. Oh, so, so not too long ago. No. Okay, no. but interesting. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Um, so then April <laughs> April Jones, this is the best part of yeah. this, April Jones goes on Instagram live and seems kind of drunk and a lot of the headlines reporting this call her drunk. So maybe there was contact maybe there was a larger thing where it actually shows her drinking but she comes across as like very chatty and like very low inhibition sort of thing and she goes on this really hilarious rant about these rumors and they're like people are saying that like i'm pregnant with little fizz's baby just because like he comments on my mother's day post he comments on my instagrams and she says that like commenting on an into instagram post is just showing respect it's a way of showing that's honor the best to someone. part that's the, the best, best part line. like it's show just, honor has... like commenting on someone's instagram post is showing honor it's okay it's okay guys it's okay for people to reach out and just honor someone it doesn't mean you're fucking them it just means they're honoring you. But I do like there's something true about what she's saying, which is like so many tabloids and like gossip blogs, their currency is tracking the, the comments of celebs, right? Like we look for the ulterior motives of these comments and really they could mean nothing. Right. They could mean nothing. Right. And that's what she's saying. And so, but she doesn't stop there. April Jones doesn't stop there. April Jones keeps going. But her point is like, she's like, you want to hear about people in my DMs and my messages showing me honor, wanting to fuck me? She's like, the game, ASAP Rocky, every basketball player. In a way, she almost <laughs> shades Little Fizz by saying, people even more famous than he is slide into my DMs oh, yeah. all the time and want to like, fuck this pussy. Right. <laughs> you this is me this quoting. Pussy. This is me quoting her. This is me quoting her. <laughs> So let me just say I'm a celebrity because Omario fucked this. So you let me just, just say I'm a celebrity because Omario fucked this pussy. You don't have to say fuck this pussy. You and I have play two kids clip. by him. And now little little Fizz wants to fuck this pussy. She never says that she's pregnant with little Fizz. Bobby, baby. I don't want to say fuck says, this pussy. Doesn't actually have to say it. Is like gonna that he say he wants it. to fuck this pussy. Stop That's it. it. Yes, I'm a celebrity because Omarion fucked this pussy and I had two kids by him. And now Little Fizz wants to fuck this pussy. And because I'm a celebrity. And because the gang wants to fuck this pussy. And because ASAP wants to fuck this pussy. And because all these guys love this fat plot. That's it. But it's really funny that all the rumors that are like, she might even be pregnant. It's like nowhere in this rant There's does she no say pregnancy. she's pregnant. Also, yeah. she's wasted apparently. Like, she's not pregnant. Yeah. But then it didn't stop. So then um, Moni Slaughter comments on all of this as well. And she says, 
congratulations are in order for April Jones and Teeny Fizzlepop on the announcement of their relationship slash fuckship. Congrats on moving in relationship slash fuckship is incredible. Congrats on moving into the new house together. Congrats on potentially getting married and having kids. And I could not wish for a better stepmother for my son. Just be a little more respectful and mind your fucking business. And we can be the biggest, bestest blended family ever. Okay, so that is where the rumors of pregnancy come from, is that comment, which is hilarious and very backhanded. But she says potentially getting married and having kids. But it's such a clear like Fuck reference to shit. the future of a relationship, not the current part of their I'm relationship. I'm sorry. Congratulations on your relationship and fuckship is f- or fuckship. Relationship slash fuckship. Slash fuckship. <laughs> yeah. She's in a fuckship. She's in a fuckship with Teeny Fizzlepop. <laughs> Wait, congratulations on calling your, your fuckship. Calling your ex Little Fizz Teeny Fizzlepop is the rudest thing I've ever seen. You don't even know Congratulations on your fuck ship. <laughs> okay, but before we end this, no, the, the, the real the, the way that this ends is because guess what premieres in a month? Love and Hip Hop Hollywood who's back season seven. In the cast, April and Monice <laughs> and Little Fizz, they're all back on the show starting this next season. So literally, of course. This is promo for the show. This is promo for the show. And guess what? It's working because when you're saying stuff like relationship slash fuckship and teeny fizzle pop and uh, the game wants to fuck this pussy, I'm listening. Like, could some of this be true? Sure. But like when the show is literally just around the corner and you're like amping up the promo and hanging out and like doing all this stuff and like photos of you in bed together and like you know they just announced today that b2k is is in ovo fest with drake mm-hmm. and people were commenting well how are little fizz and omari i'm gonna like perform together and it's like because this is like a fuck their ship. job this <laughs> is showman's <their> jo- <laughs> it's a showman this is their job it's all synergy people it's all synergy joss stone was deported from iran question mark Please explain. Goodbye. Justin, who got deported from you? Who got deported from me, Rod? Um, good for This woman cannot deal with it is, this. So it is funny. Remember how Joss Stone is trying to sing a song in every country on the planet? She didn't really put a lot of thought into it. Because a lot of countries make it hard for you to do such things. Um, it is one literally of those illegal is Iran. for women to perform in public in Iran. And I don't know if Joss Stone just didn't do the research or if she just thought because of her immense fame that she could get away with it. Well, she claimed that they thought she was performing in public, but she was never mm-hmm. going to perform in public. Like she wasn't going to come break their laws, but they de- mm-hmm. they detained her because they thought she had showed up to perform in public, you know, because she's a big star, Joss Stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, she's fine. She performed in Iran. She's fine. She leaves a very, such, which is now typical fashion for Joss Stone during this like, you know, crusade of hers to perform in every country on the planet. For the sake of what? 
I don't know. Well, like, what is she like... doing this for? Awareness? But is the awareness just for Joss Stone? I don't know. Are we going to play <laughs> doing it for awareness Mark... of myself? Are we going to play the Mark the Mike Posner thing, or we should we just yeah. wrap it into this? Like, yeah, we can, Mike we can wrap Posner. it into this. Speaking of like stars that like who are they like going around the world like doing stuff for no reason? Mike Posner <laughs> is like walking across the United States like he's fucking Forrest Gump. Although Bobby made the point that Forrest Gump at least ran. Forrest Gump ran, and people. Okay, let's play the Michael Mike Posner call just to get it out of the way. <laughs> Um, but I w- really quickly, Joss Stone. Um, no, no more quickly. They were so kind to us. At one point, I started to question it. The question whirled around in my head. Were they just luring us into a false sense of security so we could walk around our jail cells quietly without a drama? Nope. These people were genuinely nice, kind people that felt bad. They couldn't ride over the system. They didn't speak English so well. So the translator, Muhammad, who clearly had a lovely soul, conveyed the message that they hoped we would go to the embassy and sort it all out. After Mo left, she immediately calls him Mo. After Mo left, the officers kept telling us, sorry. I don't know. This is very, there's something very Piper Kiernan about this entire thing, which I. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> whatever. Uh, Should okay, Joss Stone here's... be locked up? Yes. Locked up a broad starring Joss Stone is like <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> it's abroad. fine. Like, but the only Dane's thing that Joss. Didn't realize she was smuggling drugs in a uh, broke down palace. Like it just happens. I'm sorry. You can't compare this to Locked Up Abroad or Claire Danes and Broke Down Palace. Joss Stone is walking into the prison cells and she's like, what? <laughs> Okay, Justin so she's Bridget Jones in Bridget Jones Diary 2, is what you're saying. Do not saying. act like I've seen Bridget I've only seen the first one. You know she's the, in jail um, for the second one, like a Thai person. I actually, I actually did not know that. <laughs> I don't like knowing that. But Joss Stone is like, Joss Stone would definitely do a Locked Up Abroad where she like willingly gets herself locked up abroad. Yeah, Joss Stone Just is walking into like. jail being like, please take me. I'd love this experience. A white, famous American woman just like understanding what it's like to not be privileged. Privileged. Stop. Um, I can't with Joss Stone. What? Oh abroad. my God, Joss Stone. Joss Stone, okay, Colin locked up abroad. Really quickly. <laughs> Joss Stone, please. Joss Stone, if you're listening, please give us green a light this. Joss Stone. Really quickly. We'll produce it. Uh, first, oh, hi, Who Weekly. <laughs> this is a... Uh, First-time medium-time caller. Uh, just really need you guys to discuss everyone's favorite 2009, maybe? Who? Uh, Mike Posner recently realized that he has uh, grown out of beer. He uh, only plays folk music now, which we all know from um, I Took a Pill in Ibiza, which is remixed on the radio, but is originally a very sad song. Um Looked at his Twitter, he is walking across America in, for some reason. He's in Illinois right now, I think. Please discuss. Thank you. Um, me and Greece. Mike Posner of I Took a Pill at Ibiza fame. We talked about him when that song was like very yeah, big, yeah. which is crazy. Can you imagine when that song was big? Like, I can't even remember. 2016, maybe? So, Mike Posner wrote this folk song became it got remixed it got really popular and now let's cut to 2019 in which we are getting calls that mike posner is forrest gumping his way across the united states for what reason it is unclear first we were like is it charity no is it like some personal thing that is like you know i'm trying to save whales no 
It is just because. Is it to raise the money? Is it to raise the money to finish the National Monument of Scotland so they can have a full Parthenon? Oh, that would be so nice of him. No, he's not even doing that. Is it to buy more pills that he could take in Ibiza? No. Maybe, and maybe the pills are supplements. We're not even talking about hard drugs. Like, yeah, maybe they're vitamins. You don't know what pills they are. Literally, I take pill. I take my turmeric every day. I took a pill. I took a pill in Bedsty. I took a pill in Bedsty. Maybe it's prep. Maybe it's some. You know, maybe it's something incredible. Point is, we don't know why he's doing it other than sell promotion, which is the same thing that Joss Stone is doing. But he created this very elaborate website where you can track his progress, and At he has he a mission. Won't get his goals, his mission, um, the mission is um, unclear because it <laughs> no, says my mission. It says my mission. This is a list of cities I will walk through. There will be many other towns and cities in between. Think of these as checkpoints. The route is subject to change. Projecting dates is impossible due to weather and the condition of my body. Also, I feel if I feel like change my mind, I will. That being said, this is our route. There's no mission there. What is the mission? There's no mission. My goals and his goals are like self-awareness and self-discovery and being like calm and singing for people, which again is what Joss Stone is doing. So literally these two are on like the same journey, except Joss Stone is going to jail. And at least my, and Mike Posner's <laughs> feet might hurt after. He's going to get fucked well, up feet. Oh, his feet Well, Mike Posner's so realized he can't walk around the world. Well, so he's, he's he, just going to well, walk. Well, the best is when he tweeted, I'm not walking through Oklahoma, guys. Sorry. I'm walking New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, California. <laughs> yeah. He's right at the center. So as of recording, um, his website hasn't been updated since the 9th of July, and he was in Missouri. Okay. Uh, and he's walked 1,200 miles as of the 9th of July. He stops in all these places. He takes photos. And there really is – and he's listening to – so he has a he has a reading list. And they all link to Amazon, so he's getting, like, the affiliate link bonus for people who, like, want to read The Stranger and The Alchemist because of Mike Posner's recommendations. But then at the bottom, and he he only has three audiobook recommendations, and it's like, Mike Posner, you should only be listening to audiobooks if you're walking across America. I think that's strange. I mean, just imagine the podcast you could consume. If you listen to every episode of Who Weekly, there's, like, over 300, and each one is, let's say, like, 30 minutes to an hour. That's at least, like, one state, if not more, Right. You get through two states with that. It's got to be close. Uh, hold on. Wow, I'm yawning. Wait, we should leave that in. I'm yawning. Oh, my God. Do you need some sleep? Did you sleep well last night? Or did you sleep too well last night? I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang- was too banging. <laughs> too banging. <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets, for one, obviously my pillows for two, but mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed is like mattress? made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like But there's a, soft, a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft, but I like it's also sinking firm. in. I like sinking into the mattress, you know? But that's fine. We all sleep differently, and that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100-night free trial, and they offer a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, our many, many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now.
And now we're going to play a quick little game of who were them. We're just going to do a few, but there's a couple good ones in here that we just wanted to make sure you heard. Uh, first time, long time. Calling to ask Megan Rapino, who or them, soccer them, regular who, need to talk about this. Okay. Good for Bella Thorne. One, two, three. Them. Soccer them. them. Current them. No, I think. No, I think it's them. like Olympic them style. Like, yeah, like yeah, she yeah. is. She'll be a them she's for She's riding the Olympic months. high. I mean, she though is way more, I think, impactful than like an Adam Rapon or like a or like um. Like I'm thinking of other like Orion Lochte. Oh my god! Like mm-hmm. fucking disappear, Ryan Lochte. She's a she's a very uh, magnetic personality Megan Rapinoe in case her. you don't know is the is is the one of the captains on the uh World Cup winning US women's soccer team uh that just won like a few days ago the the big mm-hmm. the big cup the cup they just had a ticker tape parade for her and the rest of the team and but she mostly for her is a big deal she just uh she's on the body issue the cover of the body issue you know ESPN's body issue which is always a big deal mm-hmm. with her girlfriend who is a basketball player which is cute and you know, people are just really inspired by the team as they are every time this comes around. I mean, I was caught up in yes. it too. I don't even like sports. She's fighting for equal pay. Yes, because She's the women good. of the soccer team get paid like one eighth of what the men on the soccer team get paid, which is even though they make more money now. Yeah, they make they make more money. The women's soccer team makes more money than the men's soccer team. Now so they do, care. or you're saying they make more money? They but do they now. Get paid less. The, they like it's a more profitable thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, well it's it's. I mean, they yeah. would argue. I think if you were to say, why don't they make enough money as the men? It's like, well, the men make more in advertising, but that's actually not true, especially. It's for not soccer. True. Like no, for soccer? True, yeah. No, absolutely not. No. Adam Scott is a who, right? Me and Grace. One, two, three. Them. Them, I guess. Them. Is he? Yeah, Parks he's kind of risen above the like the character old... actor thing, hasn't yeah, he? Now he's Yeah, he is he's a guy. He's like a I mean, he's not Paul Rudd level. But it's like people don't confuse them anymore. Remember people would be like, not you know, it's like not Paul Rudd, who's the new guy? You're so right. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, no, we know Adam Scott now. And Adam Scott, and Adam Scott has sort of transitioned into more like serious roles anyway. I mean, on Big um, Little Lies, he is such a fucking sniveling little bitch, but that's he fine. He said, yeah, I'm starting Big Little Lies. I'm starting to, um, I was like, am I a, am I a Renata? Am I a Mary Louise? Am I a mm, Madeline? Where are you? It's like, I think I'm the ex-husband. I think I'm Zoe Kravitz's husband. I'm like a mix of the two dudes. I was like, I don't think I'm actually cool enough to be one of the women. I think I'm a mix of Adam Scott and the ex-husband. I don't think this is a good show to say I'm... It's not like I'm a Carrie. Like, this is not a show in which you want to identify no, or they're all terrible. women. Well, they're all terrible. But don't you find yourself with every show, you're like, which one am, which one am not I? With, which one am I? But not with this show because... Oh, I do. I do with. The, I did it at Chernobyl. I did it with Chernobyl. <laughs> well, you're a sick person. That's what we're proving here. It's like, which one am okay. I? Okay, well... Please, you... You don't watch shows and say, like, which one am I? Not not Big Little Lies. I do it with everything. Just I'm the bridge. I'm just the bridge. Just Golden Girls. Yeah, I'm the, yeah, like, I'm one of the children who's like, what? Huh? Yeah? You're, huh? you're Ziggy. You're Ziggy. <laughs> Lindsay's a Ziggy. I'm the two dudes combined. I'm the twin that's not abusive. <laughs> <laughs> they were both abusive oh, okay, at this great. point. So I'm not the twin. They're starting fights left and right. Okay. Okay. Holly Madison, who or them? Two, three, who? Who? Textbook who? 
textbook who like literally starred in reality show dated hugh hefner dated chris angel remember that uh has not transitioned into about them, them. no comfortable being a who loves being a who that is where she is that is where she'll stay um vegas Vegas who hi who weekly was just listening about the blind item with sarah jessica parker seems obvious obviously Vince Vaughn, but it leads into a heated discussion we were having at dinsum this weekend is chris noss a who or a them thank you star joe yummy pop r.i.p one two three who who i think who? He is always... Like one iconic role, nothing else. One iconic else. role. That's the who. That's what makes yeah. him who. He will always yeah. be associated with big. He's big first. He's Chris Noth second. That's it. I mean, I guess there's the law and order argument to be made, but I don't think anything will ever be as big as big. Mm, law and order has too many people, too many parts, <laughs> too many true. seasons. <laughs> too many people. Too many law and orders. I don't even know which law and order like, he's on. if you were like, who does Chris Noth play on law and order? I'd be like, oh, Chris Pelé. Noth. Like, who does he play Pelé. on law and order? I would say like, he plays Chris Noth. No, he's big. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he's John on Law and Order. He's big, John. Mr. Big on Law and Order is funny. <laughs> oh, don't you know Mr. Big? No, the then lawyer? he would. No, but then he would full on be just a like scandalous Donald Trump character because like Vegas like, is Harry. Donald Trump, and but like a fun version of like a sexy Donald Trump. Big is Donald Trump when we thought what we thought about him in nineteen ninety nine. Like yeah, like Big is like Big is not Donald Trump now. Big is like what Donald Trump represented to people in the yeah, late and now 90s. it's like <laughs> hey Hilly. come on now my name's Bridget I love you guys I want to know Olympia fucking Dukakis who are them them of my heart thank you so much one two three who? them no she's a who no no she's a them that name name everyone something knows she that was name. in Steel Magnolias name something else she was in Tales of the City. Name something else. <laughs> Moonstruck. She's a who to me. Mm, she is a them. You are versed in old women, so I don't think you count. I just named, you were like, name to me out, and I kept naming things. Who is more famous, Tyne Daly or Olympia Dukakis? Olympia Dukakis. Is she related to the Dukakis uh, politician? Yeah, she's the first cousin of Michael Dukakis. That's what I thought. Well, mm. Not, I didn't know that. <laughs> that was such that's a what lie. I, that's what I. That's what <laughs> I, I thought. Mm, that's what I thought. <laughs> Can we move on, please? Mm, that's what. I, have I told my Olympia Dukakis story on the air? Uh, <laughs> when else would you have told it? I never told my Olympia Dukakis story. God, here's what happened. Here's my Olympia Dukakis story. I. I was at the bar, blue and gold. Remember Blue and Gold? Yes, of course. How could I forget? Divey Bar near NYU. I didn't go to NYU, but I was like 20. I did. Someone called in and said that you talk about your college a lot, and I never talk about my college. I went to NYU. I feel like you talk about your college all the time. I don't, but someone was um, like, Lindsay, where do you go to college? Bobby always talks about his college. First of all, what if I didn't go to college? Would you judge me? But I did go to NYU, so it's fine. Yeah, college doesn't matter. College doesn't matter. Uh, but I was at NYU, an NYU Divey Bar called Blue and Gold, because those are the NYU colors, right? That's why it's called that? Blue and Gold? No, they are not. It's purple. <laughs> Then what's blue and gold? Not the NYU colors, my friend. Okay, right. Purple. Okay. So I'm in blue and gold for a birthday party. And it's like a Friday night. And it's like pretty popping, but not like super crowded. And there's a pool table in the back. And it's like an old dump. Like this bar is a dump. And it has this old pool table. And above the pool table, there are all these photos on the wall. 
old photos in old frames of old people at either Blue and Gold or like, you know, McSorley's, other old bars. It's just like old people. And I'm sitting there and I notice Olympia Dukakis walk into Blue and Gold on like a Friday night where everyone there is like 24 years old, myself included. And Olympia, maybe I'm 25, point is Olympia is with this younger guy, but not by much. So I was assuming that it was his, it was her son. Uh, although who knows, they looked kind of the same and they were talking to each other in a very like familial way. And they beeline to the back near that pool table. No one is playing and no one's looking at those photos. And she starts pointing at the photos and then talking to the younger man. And I was like, oh my God, like Olympia is either in these photos or like, no, someone in these photos, this is wild. And I was like, I gotta say, and I was like talking to my friends. I was like, am I crazy or is that Olympia Dukakis? And they're like, yes and yes. And so I walk over to her and I'm like a little drunk. And I was just like, excuse me. (laughs) No. And I was like, no, Miss Dukakis. No. I just have to say. I'm a huge fan, and I just think it's like wild to see you in here. But I, I, I she just was in blue had to and say hello. And she looks at me, and she's like, and I hold up my hand to shake her hand, and she shakes it very loosely, is not into this handshake at all. Kind of gives me like a worried look, <gasps> like why is this like weirdo, like homo saying hi to me in blue and gold? <laughs> and then she, they immediately left. <gasps> they just walked out. <laughs> And I was like, oh, damn. Like, I feel like <laughs> Amelia was like, wow, I did not think I would get recognized that blue and gold. Um. Anyway, then she walked out of the bar. Goes to like the diviest, straightest bar in town. And Bobby's like, hello, Miss Dukakis. Hey, bitch. It's me. <laughs> Bet you thought you'd see the last of me, bitch. I'm here, honey. Olympia. Like... Skips over, snap, 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 snap. Wait, I can't. Don't think you can avoid me, sweetie. <laughs> I can't believe you saw Olivia, Olympia Dukakis. Olympia. I'm telling you, she's she's a them. Okay. With that, we are done. Uh, as always, call 619-WHO-THEM to leave us questions, comments, concerns, and who are them, people. Thank you to calling, for those of you who did. Sorry we didn't get to play all the calls. We get so fucking many, and it's just increasing by the day, it's which wild. I'm not complaining about. We it's got just some like, good oh goss that we couldn't play. Oh, God, we, we, get, got... we, we loved what You know who you are who called with some goss. We loved it. One of you, one of you called in with incredible lesbian don't, goss. And don't, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No one knows what it is. Hint I want it. the caller to know how much joy I got from that call. <laughs> I was there. He got a lot of joy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. And we will see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. We love you all. Bye. Hey, Lindsay Bobby. First time caller. Okay, so I just had a super jarring experience. And I really need your guys' help. So I just left a grinder hookup's house, and when I got there, he asked me if I wanted any water, to which I replied yes. And I kid you not, when he walked back, he gave me a grape-flavored Propel. So at this point, my mind was blown. Okay, so whatever, I leave the house, and I just need to know, is Propel a who or a them? And while we're on this topic, is vitamin water a who or them? Because at this point, 
I don't even know what to think, and I need to know if I need to speak to him ever again. So, Propel, Vitamin Water, who are them? R.I.P. Scarjo, Yamita, Crunch Crunch. Bye.